never have sex unless it's on video. The X at 105.9. My guest right now is an all-time pirate great. He's got a new book out called Cobra, A Lifetime of Baseball. He was the 1978 National League MVP, the 1979 All-Star Game MVP, a two-time batting champ, three gold gloves, a gun for an arm. If you heard any noise, it was just him and the boys bopping. It's a pleasure to welcome to the program the Cobra, Dave Parker. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for taking the time. Do you still have that T-shirt about the boys bopping? I think you can buy those now, right? Yeah, they sell them. I've seen them all over the place. You getting any money from it? No. Well, I guess that's typical of baseball players from your era, uh, unfortunately. What moment from your career, Dave, do you remember most? Are you the most proud of? One game or one play? Uh, one game. Multiple games. The World Series. I was always into doing things jointly as a club. And for us to win the World Series, it was something everybody participated in, and we were victorious, and uh, that sticks out most in my mind. I want to talk about the 1979 All-Star Game, because that sticks out in my mind. You knocked in a run, you throw guys out at third and home, and you're the MVP. To me, that game summed up Dave Parker. Well, uh, I could do it all. I... uh, could play the outfield, hit, run, throw, and that was just an opportunity for showing half of those things that I could do well. How did you craft your swing? It, it was fairly unique. You really did uncoil like a cobra. Well, I used to hold the bat close to my ear, and I used to twirl it until the pitch was stone, and then I would just strike short and quick. And I think that's when they started calling me the Cobra. Bob Prince made it famous because uh, he was uh, the broadcaster then. And uh, he uh, emphasized me as the Cobra. So he made it famous. How much of an influence on you was the great Willie Stargell? And how protected was everybody that hit in those pirate lineups? Because you guys could all mash. There was a lot of depth there, wasn't there? Yes, it was. We had a, a team that guys could hit from one to nine. Even our pitchers could hit. Uh, we uh, was uh, a flamboyant team. Uh, we were America's team. Everybody loved our uniforms. They loved the fact that we had guys that were loose, like Doc Ellis, myself, Phil Gardner. Uh, it was a host of guys. And... Uh, we all were pretty good players, and we took those personalities and took it to our gang and became America's team. Uh, what about Willie Stargell and, and your relationship with him? Willie was uh, like my father, big brother. Uh, Willie was uh, a guy that I wouldn't have had as much success without. Willie took me on the wing and uh, taught me how to play Major League Baseball. And I owe so much to him. I love him. Now, in 1979, as we've talked about, you guys won the World Series. What enabled that team to get over the top? What 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 let it win where some of the other teams you played on came up perhaps a bit short? Well, we, we were never that. 
I mean, we could be down eight runs in the first inning, and then the other team is still afraid because we, we were known to come back. We were a team that had a manager that reflected our, our way of playing baseball. And uh, we had Chuck, we had Willie, and everybody played for that common goal, and that's winning. Now, you mentioned Doc Ellis before. You were friends with him, and I, I met Doc as a kid and later interviewed him on this show as well. Talk about him because he was a special guy, and I felt a, a bit of a pioneer as well. Well, Doc had a personality that uh, was kind of unusual. Took an individual a little while to get used to Doc Ellis. But uh, Doc was smart. Uh, he was a good pitcher. Uh, he kept people loose. Doc was uh, just all around good guy, and uh, he was very instrumental to us winning and uh, carrying that attitude that we carried as a team. When you guys won in 79, and like you said, Dave, you guys had a never-say-die attitude, you were down three games to one to Baltimore, and I don't sense that you guys ever flinched, that there was ever a worry or a doubt. Not at all. They made a mistake when doing introduction. The, we had Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and uh, they did the introductions. And uh, Pat Kelly came out to the foul line being introduced, and he got to dancing a little bit. And I didn't like that, neither did Kobe, neither did any of the rest of the players. So uh, that changed the whole the whole scene of the World Series with him dancing because everybody stood up at one time and yelled out, let me see you dance the seventh game of the series. <laughs> and uh, the seventh game came around. We won. I ran in the clubhouse, tried to get Pat Kelly on the phone, and I couldn't <laughs> find him. So I told him, I said, let me see you dance now, mother. <laughs> We're talking to the great Dave Parker here on 105.90X. Dave, you were the first guy in baseball to make a million bucks. I think the first athlete to make a million bucks a season. Nowadays, every player does, but you were the first. Looking back, that's quite a distinction, isn't it? Yes, it is. And something you got to live up to. Uh, I uh, told my friends in high school, we were walking to school, and... Uh, I told them that I was going to be a baseball player. And uh, one of my friends said, I'm going to be a quarterback. You know, we just dreaming. And I said, well, I'm going to be the first million-dollar paid player. And uh, they looked at me all strange. And uh, when I signed the contract, they drove up from Cincinnati, and they just stared at me for about 20 minutes and said, but you said you were going to do this in the 11th grade. So being around revolutionizing salaries and being a first for many things, uh, it started way back when. Now, you mentioned Chuck Tanner, who was your manager. Didn't he once say you played the game too hard? Uh, that, that's a, a pretty interesting quote. Well, I played all out. Right. I played at 110%. 
I never jogged the first space. I always ran hard. Uh, you can say what you want about Dave Parker, but one thing won't be his hustle because I hustled all the time. How do you feel about not being in the Baseball Hall of Fame, Dave? Because if you look at the numbers and awards you won and some guys who did get in with, with lesser credentials, I just don't understand. I, I can't figure out why. Well, I mean, it's political for one. And uh, I don't care if I make it or not now because uh, with it being as political as it is, and at first I thought it was uh, being involved in a drug trial, but they got people running around here with steroids and raping people, doing all kinds of things. So I, I can't put it on me being in that trial. It's just political. Well, when you say and, political, um, Dave, what do you mean? What do you think it is? Well, for one, they're not dealing with me like they, they dealt with uh, Steve Sachs. When he came back from that trial, he got a standing ovation. I came back from dealing with the trial, and they throwing stuff at me. So they didn't deal with me squarely. Now, you were MVP in 1978. You finished top three in the voting three other times. I think you could have got at least one more, and... Uh... Boy, I think if you would have got one more, Dave, the Hall of Fame thing would have been undeniable, and, and that's unfortunate, I think. Well, they treat me like a, a World Series champ, a Hall of Famer. Everywhere I go, I'm in the Hall of Fame section. When I sign autographs, uh, I see Hall of Fame sitting there, but my line is just as long, and uh, I'm respected by... Hall of Famers, and so I, I really don't care about it as much as I used to. Well, no question you have respect, Dave. Uh, here, not least, that's for sure. Uh, uh, I read a lot of your book, and I like it. It's very adult, very frank. It's a legit look at baseball from the inside, warts and all. Uh, it's one of the most honest sports books I've ever read. Well, I'm glad you like it, because I was being honest. I was uh, letting people know exactly what Dave Parker is about. And uh, this is about relationships, too. You know, that relationship I have with Willie is something that I treasure forever. Doc Ellis, same way. Chuck Tanner. All these guys, uh, the relationship still stands. I love them all. What do you think when you see the Pirates now and how bad they are, not having won a World Series since you did? That's your team, Dave, and that's a long time ago now. Well, um, I can't play, but I can go down and give them my support. But uh, 40 years, that's ridiculous. You know, they got to do something to change that. Because Pirates had a great reputation. We were known throughout baseball. Everybody feared the Pirates. Even before I got to the big leagues, you know, you had Stars of Clemente against Bench, uh, Geronimo, George Foster. All these guys were part of teams that the Pirates 
would have big contests against. Now, Dave, you're 70. I know you have Parkinson's, but how do you feel? I saw you on TV not long ago, and you still look like the same old Cobra to me. Well, I work out and try to do something on a daily basis to stay mobile. And uh, it's tough because every day is something different. You come out one day and you don't feel good, your back be hurting, and uh, you feel like you got that beat the next day. You come out and you're dizzy, you don't have balance. Uh, it's a tough situation to deal with, but I'm, I'm a fighter. And finally, Dave, you're going to be at PNC Park this weekend, Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3 p.m., to sign copies of your book, Cobra, the Life, A Life of Baseball Brotherhood. What's that going to be like for you to get back to PNC Park and uh, see the Pirate fans one more, again? It'll be nice. I love Pittsburgh. If Peterson would have tried a little harder, I wouldn't have left. <laughs> Dave, uh, this has been a real pleasure, a real thrill for me. I always enjoyed watching you play. Thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, and have fun at the PNC Park Friday and Saturday. I sure will. You coming over to say hello? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now, yeah, for sure. All right. Dave, thank you again. That's the great Dave Parker, the Cobra, and he's right. He has the Hall of Fame numbers. He gets treated like a Hall of Famer. Very few guys have respect. If it doesn't matter to him anymore, well, that's a good thing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.